This episode of Intentional Talk with Lisa Kay and Taylor is sponsored by Superior Abstract and Title in Plano, Texas. At Superior Abstract and Title, they don't claim to know more about deadlines than anyone else. What they do claim is the ability to provide you with the tools and services to meet them without the headache, stress, and hassle that often accompanies them. Shop Superior Abstract and Title. Hello, I'm Lisa Kay. And I'm Taylor. And this is Intentional Intentional Talk. Talk. This is a show that cares and brings positives to the air with live, engaging conversations. Yes, and we keep it real on this show. (laughs) We are so glad to spend a moment with you. Thank you for being with us. Today, we welcome our special guest. He is Wayne Holt, and he is passionate about the promotion of living life to the fullest. He says you can't call it work when you love what you do. And he is president and CEO of Stitches and Staple Upholstery. He's an invested member of the Scottish Rite Hospital, Rise Adventures, and the AMP of Dallas, Texas. There are so many other things to tell about Wayne Holt, but we'll let him do some of that, right? Yes, okay. yes. <laughs> okay. Welcome, my friend. Thank you for inviting and giving me this opportunity to speak with y'all. Oh, absolutely. There's just so much dynamic history in your life that we just wanted the audience to know about and share mm. because we are intentional. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so there's something interesting that you do. You're very creative and mm-hmm. you're in the upholstery business. And immediately, Lisa Kay, I'm thinking, I've got this couch that it needs to go. Okay. Uh, yeah. I I need, I need leather on it. And it's actually this beautiful, like white leather. I've got a cut in my upholstery in the, one of the cars. I mean, there's so many things. What type of upholstery do you do, Wayne? <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. So after I left the mortgage industry, I tried to help anybody and everybody. And as I made house calls, uh, my phone calls were people asking if I made house calls. I did. I was very passionate about seeing people. And I fixed all those little things for the longest time until I needed to really focus on uh, my restaurants and commercial business because I can't take care of everybody. But there are people that I definitely need to take care of so that I can continue to grow the business and do what I've been called to do. Mm-hmm. So primarily restaurants and commercial businesses are who you serve with your upholstery business. Today, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. What does the commercial side look like outside of restaurants? Well, after serving for the last 10, 11 years, I've been uh, blessed with taking care of Dick Sporting Goods. Uh-huh. And we're doing manufacturing in my shop. So uh, over as time went on, we started using the best products that were available to the market. The Naga Hides, a good... Uh, uh, appropriate woods, foam, and different products. So a lot of people were building, making money, and I want to build a quality product. Yeah, we like quality. Mm-hmm. I don't get rid of stuff too quick. I like yeah, it to last. last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, his quality of work, if you see his photos of his finished pro- um, fabric work, excuse me, it's not fabric, but right. it is incredible. And you're doing some major restaurants, such yes. as Mi Casina. Yes. And I, I, um, give them some I just left me casinas. Um, I take care of Blue Goose, Cheesecake Factory, Earl's, Legacy West. They just continue to grow. And I'm just very um, honored that people look up and call me. And I just have the opportunity to go see their place and check out their food. Yeah. <laughs> making me hungry, all these places. Especially Mexican food for me. Yeah. Yes. yes. Love Mexican salsa food. Salsa. <laughs> well, you remember that, don't oh, you? Oh, yes. We've, tell, had, we've tell had lots of Mexican food together. 
together. Yeah, really? where, where I've had just plates of jalapenos. Yes, Lisa can. Um, she has a hot sauce soup and jalapenos. Uh, no tortillas, no carbs, no chips. And Wait. I do that myself uh, from time yeah, to time. You sat there and ate, what, just a bowl of jalapenos? Yes. And hot oh sauce. Oh, my gosh. True <laughs> Texas girl here. <laughs> the owner of Me Casino, several years later, I ran into him, and he came up to me, and he goes, what was the deal with the jalapenos? Whenever you came in, all you wanted was a plate of coin-sliced jalapenos. I went, I crave them. I yes. just crave them. But they remembered me for that. Yes. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So, Wayne, I've, I've known you personally for a long time yes. and been honored to. And it all started in the mortgage industry. Yes. I would love the audience to hear some of your testimony. Your live testimony. So, um, you know, keep it short and simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, uh, I was crippled at the age of two and a half when my fireplace in my house fell on top of me. And um, the doctors had told me that I would never walk and, and kind of describe what my life would be to my parents. And so they were obviously not very happy about that. But um, as life went on, my mom uh, walked away and came back and noticed I was trying to stand up on my own again and prop myself up on furnitures and uh-huh. said that I was trying to walk again because I was two and a half and didn't know that I couldn't walk so I was trying to learn how to walk again so um, by faith and hope and just being a childlike heart I continued to try to do things and little by little I learned how to walk and learned how to ride a bicycle and how to ride a motorcycle and I learned how to water ski and snow ski and then I realized that I could do anything and everything if I really tried and put one foot in front of the other so I feel like I'm very blessed that in my struggle that God has really show me how if I believe and put my faith into something he will make a way for me oh my goodness that is incredible so at what point did you lose your leg so um, through, the, through the struggle and some of the self-destructive things that I was doing, playing so hard, jumping out of trees and jumping motorcycles, my I tore up my right knee and it kind of swelled up to the size of a basketball. And I couldn't get my pants on and I went to see a doctor and asked him if he could trim it down a little bit and he told me that he needed to fuse the leg straight to get the swelling to go down. And I just couldn't see doing that because of the uh, activities and the lifestyle that I had. So I asked if we could just cut it off and so they counseled me for a couple of weeks to make sure that um, that was what I needed to do. And, and in doing so, it, it made me lighter. And it changed my walk for 20 years, and it was a wonderful thing. Of course, the one-legged wonder was born through that process. Yeah. Wow. The one-legged wonder. And about how many years ago was that, though? <laughs> that would have been 93, so we're coming up on 30 years. Wow. And, uh, and you were 21 when that happened? Um, I had my leg amputated right at the age of 30. Okay. And uh, and I, I know that for my 30th birthday, and then I had my leg amputated. That's 30 years of having two legs to adjust yourself mentally and physically. Yes. Hmm. And that was it, a big decision. Mark. I can tell you that even though I wanted to have it removed, I still mourned the loss of it. And I went through the process, and I learned how to rewalk on one leg, and I walked lighter until time went on. And then I wore out my arms, and I tore both my rotator cuffs. And now I had to, um, God really just kind of led me in a way to try an artificial leg again and people came around and I donated the old leg and I got a new leg and I started walking again recently. Yeah. Now it's, uh, I'm right at four years of walking on crutches 
and with the artificial leg and my arms are healing because they have rest now. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, because of your business. Yes. 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 I have a very physical um, business. I'm trying to teach other people right now so that I can let go. And and, uh, I feel like I have a wealth of treasures and experience and and I'm learning to, to share that and to teach and lead other people so that I can let go of that and help encourage the next generation mm-hmm. uh, to work with their hands. And, and I can honestly tell you, it started with the, my hands. When I, somebody said that I was crippled one day, I realized that my hands were not crippled and, the, and I thought that they looked good. So I asked God what to do with these hands. And he showed me how to pray and how to uh, create. And I, I tell a lot of people that I am a son of a carpenter. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we all are. And speaking of which, Wayne, I mean, I know that faith plays a big role in your life. Let's talk about what the Lord has done for you mm. and, and how you impart that with others. Well, um, I grew up in my struggle and I became a performer and I tried to earn my way with other people to show them that I had value and the things that I could do. So I was a puppet for quite some time and I was a professional crippled man. And then a day came where um, God really came down and told me that I no longer needed to, to perform to earn his love that I always had his love and he said that he would always take care of me and so he embraced me and he shared with me that he would take care of all my heart's desires and so all the prayers that I've ever asked for have been answered and uh, he gave me the what is it he answered the prayers of my heart and then he gave me his grace Mm -hmm. and so over the last six years the way that he's been leading my life living in the spirit and living and knowing that the greatness is before me that he does things for me every day and I can see it and hear it and I just kind of follow um, my heart just it seems like my heart just gravitates to what he has in front of me if it's a if it's a person this moment now and speaking um, at the gas pump at the grocery store in different places people come to me all the time and I think that they see the treasure of the hope and the life that's in my life so in my struggle people see my weakness and then they're drawn to the strength that comes from Christ oh my gosh and we do we see the treasure and the hope <laughs> yes. and the light of yes. Christ in Definitely. your life and yes. what a blessing, what a precious gift to be able to give that to people simply by your presence. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, he made my heart. So I'm, I love because he loved me first. Yeah. And that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> you took your situation and you didn't make it a handicapped situation. No. I have seen this man work from the so hard more than someone like me with everything. And you don't let anything stop you. And that's mm. what is so incredible because it's through him it's him through you right. that you're accomplishing so much and your journey's not over oh no <laughs> <laughs> Hey, when the when the horn blows, if he says stand up and walk for me today, I will sing and shout and Amen. jump up and down and oh yeah. 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 And that can happen at any time. <laughs> well, I shared earlier, you really should be writing your book, your life testimony. Have you had any thoughts of that? So I have been thinking and stopping and writing, but it seems like I'm the best part of the story right now. So I'm living and walking it out and sharing it live as I go. So it would be nice to sit down and stop and write it down. But right now, I still feel like I'm walking in the best parts right now. So I'm just going to live it live and just 
share the story live. It's like a storybook walking and sharing and singing it day by day right now. So um, I'm just going to really uh, touch the people that God puts in front of me daily right now and share that story live in the now. Yeah, yeah. that's what we should all be doing. It's always good. Yeah. Always good. I have that saying, um, ministry is the person in front of you. Yes. Your ministry is the person in front of you. Always is. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about your family, children. So my son, um, so I, because of my disability and all the surgeries that I have had, I was impotent for quite some time for 10 plus years. And one of my prayers was to, to be married and to have a child and to have a job and a purpose. And those were the wishes that were, those were the prayers that were granted. And when my granddaughter was born and when I picked up my granddaughter, her name's Aurora Grace, when I picked her up, I could hear him whispering to me, this is your granddaughter. Are you going to tell her about me? And my life changed from the birth of my granddaughter when I realized that I wasn't a young child anymore, that I was a grown man with gray hair and I had a son that was grown and successful in work. And I, I forgot all the things that he did for me. So I had a time where I had to stop and think and be thankful for all the things that I have, even though I'm minus some things. It's not what I don't have. It's what I do have. And I have such a rich life. I have a beautiful wife. We're going to be married 24 years now. Wonderful. My son's 35. My granddaughter's six. And she's like the greatest joy. Uh-huh. When she looks at me and she runs to jump, I got to get ready because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm preparing myself because I feel like she's going to knock me down sometimes because she just, uh-huh. she has that much uh, love. And, and, and the neat thing is, is I tell everybody that my granddaughter is a answered pr- prayer from an answered prayer. But is, she is a miracle from an answered prayer. Aurora. Aurora. Grace. (laughs) Beautiful name. Yeah, she is. And I I love my granddaughter and my son. And, you know, I didn't share with my son what I'd done. And a day came to where I shared with my son um, what I did to climb a mountain and to pray desperately to God to have a son because I was a barren man. And and the way I was brought up with my family, it was work and wife and children, and that was my wealth. And then over the last uh, six years, God's really shown me what true wealth and true joy is and what kingdom living is. And, and I'm blessed to be walking in that right now. I feel like the crippled man he called stand up and walk with me. And, and I do that every day. And I feel like, um, I just feel like I'm the most blessed man there ever was to walk it out. Oh yeah, wow. certainly. On one leg and the other. On one leg and the other. Yes. Oh, my yeah, you've got a phenomenal family and friends. And so you're involved with like Scottish Rite Hospital and a lot of nonprofits. Let's yes. talk a bit about that. So I grew up at Scottish Rite Hospital and um, I had most of my surgeries. Um, the doctor was the founder's son. So Brandon Carroll was my actual doctor from Scottish Rite Hospital. And when I left there, I wanted to go back and I wanted to work there, but they told me I needed to go to school and I didn't have any schooling or study habits and wasn't very good at school. And I thought that I had a wealth of information. So I had to, you know, I went the long route and so I volunteered 
and then I got involved in wheelchair basketball and then mm. a lot of different nonprofits that provided activities for people that had physical challenges. And at the nice ripe age of 58 now, anytime somebody invites me for an opportunity to share with other people such as myself, I like to go share with the individual, the child, and a lot of times it's the mom and the dad. They need to see so that they can let go and let their child fall down to learn how to get up. Yes, oh, yes. My parents let me fall down. Yes. <laughs> Wayne Holt, water skis, snow skis. What others? What other sports? Well, I played wheelchair basketball. Probably one of the neatest things that came back to me is I got my motorcycle license when I was 15. And I remember standing next to my motorcycle and the police officer came up when I was 15 and 78 and looked at me and looked at my motorcycle, looked at me on my crutches, looked at the motorcycle and looked at me on my crutches. And he said, uh, what are you doing? I said, I want to get my motorcycle license. And he goes, okay, so if you pass the driving test, you get your motorcycle license today. I got my motorcycle license that day. And um, I've really looked back at some of the accomplishments that I've had, and it's really um, because I was designed um, to do these things. I was designed to be living hope and promise that if people believe and receive and trust in his good word, that there isn't anything that we can't do. And I, and I know that in my life, because I've, I've done everything I've ever wanted and dreamed to do. And you know, when I, I went to jump out of an airplane, my wife said, please don't do that. <laughs> And after I saw um, one of the President Bush Sr., you know, do his uh, yard sale, I thought, mm, maybe I'll pass on that one. <laughs> I don't know if Good. you saw that, but that kind of, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, um, you know, and even today, I'll be uh, water skiing, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, I'll be at Pecan Grove with Ma's Metroplex Adaptive Water Skiing, and I'll be skiing with 12 other people. And, um, there are people that I've grown up with over the last 20 years where I learned how to water ski and um, where I was able to take it out to the lake. Of course, you've been with me in the good weather and in the bad. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> Luckily, the boat did not sink that day. <laughs> yeah, yes. really. He'll never but, um, forget my attitude that day. Really? You know, <laughs> I'm gonna wa when I water ski, It's for me, it's like dancing for my father on the water and just being thankful and just being free. It's a time without my crutches, without my legs. And, and just enjoying, um, you know, his fullness. And, of course, my other goal this year is to, I haven't snow skied in 12 years, but I'm uh, feeling really good. And I think I'm going to go ahead and go back to Colorado and go snow skiing this coming year. If I can talk Rick the Rock to go with me or Mike yeah. Peters, one of my other friends that invited me a while back. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel like I've been called to do something. And if I will go forward in what he's created, that there will be others that will follow me and that that hope and that faith. And, and that's the the joy that I have, that if, yeah. if I can show people how it's done, um, and God show me, God, if I can show the people what God has shown me, I think that would be awesome to share that treasure. Absolutely. Yeah. We certainly that. believe that. And how can people connect with you? I'm sure you have a phenomenal website where we can learn about upholstery, but how can people connect with you overall? So I'm on Facebook. Um, it's, it's Wayne Holt on Facebook. Um, it's not too hard to identify me because I'm um, uh, a good-looking one-legged man. Yep. Of course, I do have my artificial leg. 
Um, I do have I Am God's Wonder, oh. um, which is also on Facebook. I haven't invested a lot of time into that as of yet. And I got the .com because I thought maybe that might be the title of the book. Of course, I also have OneLeggedWonder.com as well. And, and I'm not for sure what I'm doing with that other than it's still mine. Yeah. <laughs> right. well, we, we will be Facebook. anxiously waiting to see how that will come about. And Lisa Kay's already put you on notice to get your book. Yes. In the meanwhile, you'll speak it live. But yes. when it's time for your book, yeah, when we'll you definitely feel. have you back here and we'll talk about that book. Uh, okay. <laughs> and we'll have you back at Fellowship Power Launch, too. Yeah. And you have that book done. Thank yes. <laughs> well, speaking of Fellowship Power Launch, Lisa Kay, when is our next gathering? Yeah. So Fellowship Power Launch is the third Tuesday of every month. I believe this month will be August the 17th at Crest Infinity, Frisco, Texas, 1130 to 1. You can find us on Facebook at Fellowship Power Launch, Fellowship Power Launch Veterans Appreciation November event, and fellowshippowerlunch.com. Yes. And for our podcast, you know you can find us anywhere you get your podcast. Also on my channel on Pray.com and on Life Network for Women. And then we're on the Awakened Podcast Network or I work for him. We're on those networks too and growing. We also want to thank Grace Point Media for their phenomenal support and helping us to bring this message to you each week. And lastly, we want to thank our wonderful guest, Wayne Holt, for being with us. It's just a blessing to get to spend time with you. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. From TV with TLC.